This call may be recorded or transcribed. Hey, Robbie. Good, good morning. How are you doing? Doing good. Yeah, I just wanted to check in. Sounds like you got some big decisions going on. Wanted to make sure. Um, I guess just wanted to support and encourage you however I can. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you know, actually, as I mentioned in an email, the, uh, the discussion of the um, problem of premature detentioning, uh, alleviating tension by just either withdrawing or forcing or um, maybe describe it better, but uh, the awareness that that can be counterproductive has uh, sustained me in feeling led to continue trying to work through to something I can live with rather than just choosing to live with something I'm really uh, unsettled about. Yeah. Uh, but I really, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, and I really, I really like your suggestion for how to address those involved. And I incorporated that in my uh, letter to the, the leader of the group. I haven't sent it yet, but I'm I'm still I'm still praying about it. But yeah, so yeah. Uh, you were at how I feel. Do you want to finish the sentence? I tell you. Yeah, uh, the, the um, how do you feel about this path forward? Do you feel like this is a appropriate way to channel the tensions you're feeling internally? Yeah, it it feels like submitting myself to leadership without compromising my conscience. And that's, that's the difficult part of the um, So it's 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 putting it's it's willingness to take whatever they direct me to do, um, rather than demanding that they uh, you know accept uh, what I think. Yeah, it was interesting, right? Because last time we were talking about this issue of control, right? Right, yeah. and. Uh, yeah. Hey, what were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, yeah, and I, I've been conscious throughout this thing in perceiving it as the spirit of control, but I don't want myself to start operating in that same spirit. So that's led to, well, what is the opposite spirit? And I think the submission, the willingness to submit. Um, at the, on the other hand, I came across Galatians 2 this morning where Paul opposes Peter to his face. And, uh, I, I don't feel like I'm in the position of authority that Paul was, but I do feel uh, to, that I'm to speak up um, in a way that doesn't, uh, that's respectful and that doesn't stir and create problems with others, but that is uh, clear about my concerns. So learning to confront in a in a positive, constructive way rather than in a destructive way as I've experienced most of my life with family of origin issues. Yeah, it's interesting. Thinking about the Paul and Peter thing, like clearly that confrontation of Paul with Peter worked out well, right? And that Peter was able to hear what Paul wanted to say. And because it sort of reinforced something that you know, God himself had said to Peter, you know, right. Paul knew a bit, like if Peter had tried to do this to Peter before his uh, vision of the things with Cornelius, then right. it would be a different thing. But interestingly, though, that same tendency in Paul did not work out so well with Barnabas. Right. Um, and 
One of the things that I think is interesting to me uh, uh-huh. is this um, this phrase about Grace's unmirrored anxiety uh, that my therapist was talking about uh, last week, right? Is that or a couple weeks ago? And when someone does something offensive, the human response is to reflect that back on them. Right. right. And so like, you know, hey, you're trying to control people. Let me control you to stop you from doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was really struck by this thing you said before, but you feel like there was this burning within you to point out what they're doing wrong, this prophetic impulse. And I'm very familiar with that impulse, too. Right. And right. trying to um, understand where that comes from. Uh-huh. And how to appropriately honor it yeah. is one of these challenges. And I think the, the, the thing that I've been coming to is that this is uh, what I call my perspective. Like, I have a perspective, and that perspective right. is valid, and that perspective is not being honored. And right. I need to do something about that. And, like, that is true right but it's also not the whole truth because it is so hard to um and and it's it's really kind of a matter of sort of how much grace we need from the other person on our perspective versus how much grace are we going to show them to honor their perspective and Uh. i uh yeah, for for me the issue is more if I see somebody doing something that um, is counterproductive to their goal, and I they don't seem to see it, it I feel like an obligation to point it out. Um, <laughs> yes, not, not to try and pressure them, but to say, you know, this is not accomplishing what you want. Uh, I do that with right. uh, one of my daughters who tends to pick very hard on her other in ways that I think it f- feed what she's trying to correct in the other. And uh, it's interesting because the same um, working, working things through is also unfolding with greater openness in my household. So what I'm experiencing with mm-hmm. missions being paralleled in some ways here at home and uh very pleased with some conversation uh we uh, multiple conversations we had last night around that divisive issue right and i i think this um well, i have that same uh, i guess drive was the label we gave that emotion uh-huh the drive to help and what's interesting is that um uh I guess I find it helpful to think in terms of uh, context or framing. Like one way to frame the problem is, is that uh, you and I both tend to, I think, over-index on the external framing and undervalue the internal framings. Like, oh. yes, in this context, this person wants to get this job done, right? right. Uh, that's the explicit context. But like, they also want to feel good about themselves as a human being. Uh, they are also navigating, uh, you know, external contexts of other people. Like they don't want to look bad in front of this group, or you know, right. and they have all these internal narratives going on in my head. Am I afraid? Do I feel safe? 
And um, it is so much easier if we can just focus on the one, you know, explicit focus that we have, um, because it makes it a nice simple problem. And you and I, as people who are trained to live in our left brains, uh, like these simple rational problems. Yeah. And the reality is, is that that is a myth, right? The, these constructs we come up with are, are sort of artificially constrained and imposed. And like, it's useful to know them, but if yeah. we make them like, if we think that those are reality, it's like eating the menu. Huh? Yeah, the other thing that struck me, um, if uh, you got a few minutes for me to make an observation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you talked about how your default behavior is to withdraw from conflict. Yes, I think that, that seems... And that is I... not at all how I perceive you. Uh, okay. Right, is that you always seem to me to be someone who is very focused on the mission, right? And you are... So you, you seem to withdraw from personal conflict. But in some ways, you seem to thrive on impersonal conflict. At least that is the way I perceive you. Yeah, an extreme opposite example was uh, departing from a place I had worked for 24 years because um, mm -hmm. of unresolved conflict. And we did spend a year mm -hmm. trying to work that through. But there was uh, a busy leadership was unwilling to engage and. Uh, we were unable to come to a sense of feeling safe and uh, mutual respect. So, um, and uh, you know, I, I don't, I'm not in any groups where I have continuing conflict. I've not had any conflict with uh, this particular group in the past. Uh, I can't think of where I have continuing conflict. Uh, but it may be that I, mean, I interact with you in these situations where conflict does come up because I feel unskilled and unprepared in dealing with them, you know. So it's fine. So let me give you an example of a thing where I feel like you're sort of um, uh, pursuing conflict, if you will, or creating conflict. I'm not sure what the right word is. Uh, let me give a concrete example. Like, for example, your desire to talk about Mark Gunger. That so in this like, case, it felt like, sorry, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Does that, that feels like right? being kind of, Okay. Yeah, because it's like, is that you said like, hey, I really want to discuss this thing. Um, uh -huh. Or actually, no, you, you didn't say that, you didn't use any I want. <laughs> you, you, you presented this, uh, like, here's a thing I have found. Uh, could you please listen to this and tell me what, you know, if you're willing to discuss this. And I took your statement at literal face value, and I listened to it and said, I don't want to discuss this. And you felt right. hurt because you felt devalued. And it's like, okay, so we have some, there's some tension and conflict coming. In. That's what I mean by, like, I don't know if conflict's the right word exactly. Right. Uh, but there is uh, tension, uh, discomfort created. Like, I don't even know what the right word for this is, right? But so there was something there which felt like you sort of uh, were driving towards something. Yeah. And you introduced this uh, topic, 
and I didn't handle it the way that you were hoping I would, and that created hurt feelings. And, um, and that's what I mean by impersonal conflict, because I can't come up with a better word for it, right? Is that there's a thing you throw out there that you want people to react to. And to me, that um, the opposite of avoiding conflict, hmm. if that makes sense, um, even if I don't know what that word is, right? Yeah. So certainly, there have been times where I avoid bringing things up because I feel like it will lead to, again, I can't think of a better word than conflict, even though I feel like there ought to be. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe um, stirring the pot is probably a fair, a better term for, for the emotion I'm feeling, right? Like this is something that stirs the pot. It doesn't necessarily have to lead to conflict, but it creates conditions under which conflict is possible because there's new ideas or tensions or whatever. And I feel, you know, I feel like this is one of your great gifts. Right? If you have this deep vision of things you want to accomplish, um, and I think that maybe it doesn't occur to you that that is stirring the pot when you bring these things up. Uh, yeah, well, I, what I, I was very interested in exploring with you something that I was finding very significant um, personally in my frame framing of issues at home and uh, that I thought we could process together. And you used the phrase in the text that I recall it's not worth my time and it's like a, a, a an unexpected blow in a friendship so i wasn't looking for conflict i you know just had this experience of disappointment and feeling devalued uh that then i felt like i should confess to you in process and i think we processed that well and, and felt yeah. afterward you know fine and we haven't gone back to this I had hoped to discuss, but I feel fine about it and haven't felt any. And yeah, well, have... I think that we managed, we managed to, to uh, sort of uh, split the distinction between this intellectual content doesn't feel worth my time versus you not feeling worth my time. Right. And, you know, my feelings, yeah. as, as Mark says, feelings are the least uh, honest part of it. Uh, hard is deceitful and wicked, as the scripture says. And, uh, you know, we shouldn't focus on Sorry. letting our, think we shouldn't focus with our feelings as a phrase from somebody else. But anyway, yeah. Okay. Oops. Um, for, which so, I find better for it is, is that the labels are our feelings, the labels we give our feelings or the, uh, beliefs we ascribe because of our feelings often lie. Um, right. But the sensation of the, 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 uh, the people I know who say this say, well, but the reactions of our body are telling us an important truth. Uh -huh. And it's really important to pay attention to those. Uh, that's why like a lot of these practices will say, okay, when you say you feel this, where do you experience this in your body? Right. Uh, that was right. the word I've been trying to learn how to pronounce today is proprioception or something like that. I think kinesthesia is an easier way to yeah. pronounce word, but the sense of like what I am feeling in my own body. And in some sense, all we feel is literally in our own body. <laughs> yeah, right, so in some right. sense, that may be the primal 
emotion, even if it's about something external. Yeah, I should um, probably get my son ready for school, so I'll let you wrap up. Or yeah, no, I think I just wanted to check in with you and um, raise some of these topics, and I know happy to talk with you about family issues offline sometime. Sure. Um, but I think uh, I'm excited. I feel like this was a very good conversation. And I'm curious to see how God will use it. Yeah, I uh, I feel at right. peace about, uh, you know, just letting them know where I am. And we'll go from there. Bless you, man. Thanks. All right. God bless you. Yeah, bye. Be in peace. Bye.